0: Chelsea, I, I disgrace. Chelsea. Disgrace. This woman is a disgrace. Hey guys what's up welcome back to chelsea disgrace podcast or if you're listening for the first time your life's probably about to hit a new low but also thanks for stopping by so i have a lot to say today because today's topic is actually about uh turn-ons and like weird fetishes and stuff so uh hold on because i'm just gonna dive right into this one so um i actually particularly have a very strange turn-on that i'm so i'm sort of hesitant to tell people sometimes because I actually don't even know how to explain it and most people think it's sort of weird Um, mostly because I have no idea why this happens to me but okay so when I encounter this weird turn-on I get that like feeling in my vagina, you know when it starts to tighten and it does sort of that thing where it like sucks in and out and starts pulsing, like it has a heartbeat of its own, but you feel like you just need to rub one out like a stub toe before it explodes or something. I know you know what I'm talking about, but um, there's two sort of weird things that give me this sort of feeling, and one is the smell given off by a bunch of cardboard boxes. And like, trust me, I don't get it either. I've, I've thought to myself, like, many a times, like, why? Why does this assortment of boxes, this accumulation of cardboard packaging, this array of smooth, sexy, square-shaped fortresses of temptation that vary in size and weight make me want to rip off my pants in a moment of heated passion and masturbate with a safety lock equipped box cutter i have no idea but seriously i actually wish i knew the answer as to why uh, this was one of my top fantasies and i just really want to be fucked by like a cardboard robot but i did come up with a few um possible explanations and um, one is um I've never been in love with another human being. Therefore, I mistake sex for love. I love pizza. Pizza comes in a cardboard box. Therefore, I relate cardboard to sex. Or two, sometimes when I get excited about something, I somehow acquire like an excessive amount of spit in my mouth. Occasionally, it results in me drooling a bit. And sometimes this actually does happen during orgasm. And, you know, cardboard boxes don't have eyes or brains, so they can't judge me for looking like St. Bernard while climaxing. Or number three, um, I tend to gravitate towards, like, badass guys that have just a little bit of mystery going on. Not mystery as in, like, ooh, I, I wonder where this penile rash came from, but mysterious as in has a lot of depth and interesting things to say, but doesn't feel the need to tell you everything. And boxes are usually quite mysterious, especially the unmarked ones. You know, you really got to work to open them up, find out what's inside. And then number four, I kind of finagle with the idea that, you know, maybe I'm just really fucked up. So I discovered this uh, weird little uh, panty moistener of mine when I was working at a frozen meat shop. And it was basically just a store that sells all frozen food items. And it's literally just me standing behind a counter. And behind me, there's like a giant freezer full of boxed meat. And people just point to what they want. I grab it for them. And they give me money. So it's clearly an incredibly demanding job, both mentally and physically. So... The giant walk-in freezer is just like full of cardboard boxes and whenever I would have to go in there, I'd catch a whiff and I'd get all weak in the knees and it's so strange. But um, another thing that actually gives me this exact same feeling is the smell of car wash soap. Um, I have no idea why, again, but at the job I currently have now, across from our drive through lane is a car wash, and whenever someone's in there, I like to open the drive through and just inhale the smell because, again, it gives my vagina that special feeling, and again, I have absolutely no explanation for it whatsoever, but on my life of or sorry on my list of life goals is a to have sex in a car wash and b to have sex in a Fort made of boxes and double points if i can accomplish both of these things at one time so yeah those are two of like my weird turn-ons but i'm not like desperate enough to like sexually assault a ups driver in the back of his truck like full of boxes or anything and i haven't acted on um any of these fantasies yet but i i do have one of um me luring a car wash attendant into the car wash and then we make like hot passionate love while we're just being covered in like premium soap and you know how they stand outside the entrance of the car wash and they motion like you towards with their hands it's like a little bit closer okay stop come a bit forward okay okay stop all right put it in neutral and i i picture that's how i'd like lure him in there like okay yeah come a little bit closer Stop. Okay. Now slowly, slowly, Still. stop. Okay. Come toward me. Okay. Stop. Uh, Now put inside. Yep. Yep. Come on in. Put it inside. Perhaps one day I will fulfill this fantasy, but for now they go unexplored. However, I have been the target of other people's uh, weird fetishes before. So for example, it was uh, back when I was still working at the meat shop, and uh, the meat shop's the kind of place where about, like, 99% of the customers are around the age of, like, 109 years old, which makes sense because everything we sell can be microwaved, and, like, these dinosaurs can barely speak to me without their, like, teeth falling out and their jowls slapping together, like, fat people having sex, like, let alone use an oven. So, yeah, everybody that comes in is old, and, and they're loyal, too. Almost everyone is a regular there, so... Okay, clientele. Basically like having sex with your ex. It's old. It's familiar. Keep coming back for meat. Rather not deal with them, but hey, you take what comes your way. So um, it was really strange when someone I haven't seen before came into the store, which only happened like twice. And the first one was an old woman. She walked in. Um, She walks right past me into the employees-only back room. I'm just like can I help you? And she's like, yeah, I'm just here to pick up my dog. And I'm like, crazy old bitch, say what? Like, unless her dog is a frozen hot dog, there was nothing I could do for her. So that was interesting. But um, by far, the most oddest thing to ever happen to me was, okay, this. So it was a dark, stormy night. And it was actually a pretty nice day outside. But, you know, no interesting stories ever started with. Like, it was a mediocre day with mild humidity. So, yeah, dramatic effect. It was a dark, stormy night when I was manhandling the meat shop all by myself. When this middle-aged biker dude, like, leather vest, big beard, tattoos everywhere, comes into the store. And I've never seen him before. So my uh, first thought was, like, well, today's the day. It's finally here. I'm getting raped today. I mean, it was inevitable. I'm an easy target, like pretty enough to want, but like not enough to develop reverse Stockholm syndrome or anything like I just always thought it would happen in a more like cliche setting like a dark alley or a playground or a van full of candy or like a creepy uncle's house or like even like at a sale on mustache combs or something but it wouldn't be my fault because I was asking for it you know what with all the slutty clothes like my mini skirt and my tank top it says like hi please rate me on it but alas here I was in a frozen meat shop wearing a fleece turtleneck and khaki pants, staring right into the face of my soon-to-be rapist. And I almost kind of felt bad for the guy. I mean, like, I wasn't really looking my best that day. I almost just wanted to be like, like, ex- excuse me, uh, rapist? Um, yeah, do you think, like, you can actually just come back tomorrow? I'm just, I'm really not feeling very pretty today. And I just really wasn't expecting sex. So I'm not really as, like neat as i'd like to be down in the central region of where you'll be doing your work today um if this helps at all there's actually a a pita place just down yonder pretty sure it's run by one young girl who won't put up a fight um but i know you stubborn rapists are pretty set on your ways. so if you gotta have me right here right now um I am inclined to tell you that uh, we do keep a miniature baseball bat under the uh, front cash register here and uh, my instinct will probably be to use it on you. It's like a really small bat and I have no upper body strength so it's only a minimal threat when it comes to the destruction of your what I'm sure is your carefully thought out plan to rape me. Um, How this will go is I'll probably climb over the counter and try to aim for your dick with this baseball bat and you'll most likely catch it in your hands, break it in half, then proceed to chase me where I'll lead you into this freezer full of boxes. Because, hey, if you're going to be fulfilling one of your weirdo sex fantasies, I might as well slip in one of mine in there. Then hopefully he'll be, like, so confused and inquire as to why my fantasy is to have sex in a pile of boxes. And he'll probably be so turned off that he'll, you know, opt out for the Pita girl. So anyway, just in case this guy wasn't actually a rapist and he's just, like genuinely interested in acquiring like a frozen beef wellington or something put on my fake talking to my customer's voice and I'm like hi there like how are you looking for anything in particular and in my head I'm like oh please don't say pussy please don't say pussy so he says something like oh I'm just gonna take a look at this flyer here whatever And he's the only one in the store. So instead of like awkwardly just staring him down while he's looking at the flyer, I turn to the classic, you know, go to for pretending you're busy, wiping down the counters. Uh, But at the same time, I'm just like kind of keeping an eye on him. And his mannerisms were super weird. Like he was just pacing back and forth, scratching his neck. And then he picks up uh, one of the advertisements and he's opening up, browsing, but. He's holding it, like, right in front of his face, way up high. And now he's leaning against the counter, uh, facing me. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe he has a question or decided on something he wants. So I go over and I'm like, oh, is there anything, like, I can grab for you? And he's like, oh, no thanks, it's looking. And that's when I saw it. I saw exactly what he wanted me to grab for him. And it was his his motherfucking dick was sticking out of his pants and this was no accident my friends oh no it was sticking out of both both the little front hole in his boxers as well as his jeans zipper. And one doesn't accidentally forget to put his dick not only back into his boxers, but his pants too. No, this guy wanted me to see his dick. And the moment I saw it, my heart like sank and I got dizzy and my ears felt hot. And I tried to look anywhere, like literally anywhere, but at his hairy, flaccid, biker cock that looked like the birthing of an anteater but my eyes just kept wandering back to it like no 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 oh god oh god it was like this one time when I looked up leg porn because like I like nice legs on both guys and girls it turns me on and then I got this video of a guy fucking a chick with his prosthetic leg and it's definitely not what I asked for and kind of made me feel really sick but like I just couldn't stop looking at it his dick kind of gave off uh, like the spider effect like you know when you see a spider and even though it's really far away you feel like it's on you and get the creeps and you check your whole body for spiders like I felt like his dick was somehow gonna start like crawling over my shoulder or like hang down from the ceiling and just dangle in front of my face and then to make matters worse at this point a 45,000 year old woman like walks into the store and I'm like fucking great like Mother Teresa came in here for Oktoberfest and once she gets a look at this guy's fucking sausage she's gonna drop dead to the floor and like I don't fucking know CPR I wouldn't know what to do like my first instinct would probably be to like grab the floor mop and start tickling her face with it and once that didn't work and she didn't wake up I'd probably just like stick her in the freezer or something and my boss would be like hey Charles, like why is there a dead senior citizen in the freezer? Then I'd resort to this like new defense mechanism I've somehow developed where I open my eyes really wide and I shrug my shoulders. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just a little girl. I don't know. And it's so freaking cute that it's impossible to be mad at me and he'd probably just look the other way. But However, I did want to try and avoid having the old woman die in my meat shop because I'm sure she had like a gaggle of grandchildren who, like, depended on her money-filled birthday cards and her best friend Glenda, you know, would be fucking off her rocker if she didn't show up for Pinochle Night. It's her turn to bring the Fig Newtons and the unsweetened iced tea, so... I had to get this guy out of here, like, as fast as possible. So, thankfully, he finally started ordering his shit, and I'm cashing him out as quickly as I can. And then, of course, he wants to pay, like, using debit. And, of course, the freaking debit machine is level with his dick. So, I'm, like, carefully typing in his total on the debit machine, like, praying I don't, like, accidentally dick grace his cock and all the while like failing at my self-given challenge of not looking directly at it so yeah after that he was on his way and i never saw from that guy again but yeah apparently that's a thing um getting off by flashing your private parts around town i mean like i've done it before but not on purpose which i find surprising because i watched uh home movies the other day and every home video i have from when i was a kid All I wanted to do was just lift up my dress and show my vagina to the camera, which if I did that nowadays, I'm sure my vagina would end up on the Internet in some sort of meme that says, like, when you find a month old corned beef sandwich in your car or some shit like that. So, aside from the meat shop uh, penis flashing incident, uh, I've actually been the target of someone else's weird fetish while at work, and I-, I don't know what it is about me why people choose to inflict their, like, weird-ass shit onto me, but I guess I kind of feel flattered, I think. I don't know. I guess who wouldn't? Um, so, anyway, um, phone sex is a big fetish for many people, Um I'm not one of these people because I can't think of dirty shit to say that quickly and probably end up just saying something like really uncomfortable like, oh baby, like I want to like bang you so hard that your dick breaks off inside me and I'll like suck on your tongue and it'll feel like a Chinese finger trap and the guy would just be like... I'm about to go through a tunnel. And then you take like an old candy wrapper and smush it up in the phone. Sounds like he's cutting out. And be like, well, why don't you like me? And then he'll hang up and change his phone number. So yeah, phone sex, not really my forte, but lots of people do it. It's not really like a strange or unique fetish or anything because both people involved are usually like super into it. However, my first and hopefully my last phone sex experience was like premature ejaculation like it came rather unexpected and left me feeling kind of confused so uh, i went back to when i was working at a tanning salon which was like the most boring job on the entire planet and the only good part about working there was actually um, it was located downtown so uh, all the local strippers would come into my tanning salon and i'd help them like figure out how long to tan for and help them pick out the right type of lotion and offered to rub it in sometimes. So, uh, I felt like I was helping to, you know, contribute to the boners of many disgusting men. Because, you know, when the girls are up on stage shaking their titties and putting their best beaver forward, I can say like, hey, that's my work up there. Like, I helped with that tan. It really made me feel like I was giving something back to the community, but... Aside from that, and uh, the one time an 86-year-old woman came walking up to the front desk just completely naked and in panic because she couldn't figure out how to turn the tanning bed on, Uh, nothing really exciting has ever happened there except uh, one night um, I did get a phone call. So I picked it up and it was some chick and the conversation went like this. So I'm like, thank you for calling, Chelsea's speaking. She's like, Um, yeah, how much is it to tan? I'm like, oh, depends, like, how long would you like to go for? Mm, like, 20 minutes, maybe? And at this point, I'm just like, like, what the fuck? Is this chicken some sort of pain? Like, is she currently being ass-raped? Or, like, is she pushing out, like, a baguette-sized shit or something? So, I tell her the price, and she's like, oh, is it busy there right now? It sounds kind of loud. And I look down at this picture of, like, this sick-ass rainbow I drew from my fridge because that's how boring my job is. And I'm like, nope, definitely not busy. I can get you in right away. And she says, okay, well, maybe I'll come in around 6 o'clock tonight. How old are you? So now I'm like slightly creeped out because that's usually not a question you get on the phone when you work at a tanning salon. Um, But I was way too curious to see where this was going. So I told her I was 25 and she's like, Oh, that's not that bad. I'm 22, so seeing as you're not busy, I'm guessing you have time to talk to me. Well, actually, you don't really need to talk. You just need to listen. Oh... Oh, 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 I'm gonna come. I'm like, holy shit, I'm being phone raped. And I immediately hung up. And at this point, I'm just like staring into space wondering what the fuck just happened. And I'm thinking like, okay, this is probably a prank call from one of my idiot friends and they're probably going to call back at any second and be like, gotcha sucker. But then I remembered that most of my friends have lives and are like mature and stuff. And I was so confused. I've never been a part of any type of phone sex, let alone with a stranger. So many things are rushing through my mind. Like why me? Who is a sexual deviant? Do I feel violated? Do I feel flattered? I didn't consent to this. Can I catch a disease from phone sex? An ear infection maybe? Was that rape? Do I need a rape kit for my ear? Did she get off at least? I wonder what's for dinner. Hungry Man dinners are on sale. Should probably stock up. Burger King sandwiches are two for six. Six? Oh my God, six. Horny phone chick said she might be coming in at six. Oh dear God, what am I gonna do? So I pictured it happening kind of similar to the ending of Home Alone. So I'm like, this is my vagina and I have to protect it. So I had strategically placed very well thought out traps throughout my salon in order to defend myself against this highly dangerous sexual predator after my succulent lady juices. I had to use what was available to me so I was equipped with tons of tingle lotion which gives you a wicked tan and makes your skin feel like it's on fire. So I could spread that shit all over the tanning beds in case the lesbian pervert tried to lure me into one of those so she could go down on me like she's in a corn on the cob eating contest and the prize is a 25 dollar gift card to Home Depot and I also had a roll of plastic wrap so I figured I could wrap it around my junk a few hundred times and I know it wouldn't stop her from tearing through it like me at a buffet but maybe it could at least stall her a bit while I mentally prepare myself for the fact that she's about to treat my vagina like a harmonica in a blues band so I'd throw in some classic traps too like put soap on the floor and maybe like a net over the door made from people's pubes I found in the tanning beds, shit like that then when all my traps are set I'll wait wait to die wait to live wait to have my box nod on like a rottweiler with a rawhide bone I'd download an alarm on my phone that sounds like a dramatic grandfather clock sound and I'd set it for six o'clock so when the clock struck six it'd be like dong, dong 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 you get the idea then she'd walk in and she'd be huge With a vest on. And inside her vest, she'd have like a selection of dildos. One she planned to violate me with. And then she'd somehow defy all my sneaky traps and back me in the corner. And I'd be all out of hope, about to give up. And just when she's about to tear off my plastic rack diaper and muff dive into oblivion, a man who's labeled to be creepy based solely on his physical appearances. But if you get to know him over Christmas Eve church choir, he's actually a pretty nice guy with a lot of built up feelings. He'll show up with a shovel and bang. He knocks the phone sex rapist out cold, carrying me to safety. You know, like, like I said, this is how I assumed things would happen, but however, the girl never actually showed up, and her identity will forever remain a mystery to me. So if she's listening, you no, know, drop me a line. So this story actually reminds me of another fetish that uh, not only I'm totally guilty of having, but upon having a conversation with a few of my friends the other day, I discovered it's sort of common. And that fetish would be masturbating in a tanning bed. So I straight up admit that I do it all the time. Like even when I worked at the salon after I was finished closing up the place, I'd like lock the doors going for tan, and I just rub one out like I was trying to get a stain out of a silk blouse. And I'm not sure what it is about about the tanning beds. I just feel the need to do it, which leads me to wonder when I worked at the salon and had to sanitize the beds, like how much of what I wiped up was lotion and how much of it was cum. And also how did it get on the walls and the door handles and the mirrors and the decorative plants? I don't know. So yeah, everybody has their thing, you know, something that just drives them wild and it's nothing to be ashamed about. And, you know, since I'm here to make you feel better about yourself when Chelsea Grace problem at a time, I'll share just a few uh, more of my turn-ons before I leave you today. So they include... Glasses, tattoos, face scruff, being called a slut, breakfast food, the art of lesbian scissoring, maple syrup, back massages, back massages using maple syrup, raspy voices, men with dogs, back muscles, being spanked, men who cook, assholes, hot nerdy guys, hot nerdy guys who play instruments, hot nerdy guys who read, and Taco Bell. Just to name a few. Anyways, so thanks for listening and be sure to drop me a line at chelseadisgrace at gmail.com and until next time, take care. I'm